How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Okay. You have been, um, you know, it's, it's cutine. You've been ordering a lot of, like, contactless delivery. And all of your orders, you haven't had any reason to think something's weird going on with your orders. Everything has been, you know, delivered fine. Uh, and you have no reason to try and, like you know, see see what's going on. But you've started noticing that the same DoorDash person keeps doing your orders. And you so you know how sometimes like if there's like a problem with your order or something, the DoorDash person will text you and they'll be like, hey, just so you know, like they don't have this. Can I order this instead? And you've been noticing it's been coming from the same number. And then it says like, hey, they don't have shrimp kebabs is chicken an okay substitution dash bs and you're like that's weird and then you as you pick up your food one day you look out your balcony and you see walking away from your house is none other than ben shapiro and you now realize that ben shapiro has your phone number and you have ben shapiro's phone number and this man has been to your home many times and has picked up food for you. Um, what do you do? This is Same Day Shipping, the show where we geek out about real love and fake relationships. I'm Colin. I'm Kelly. I'm Ryan. And I'm Patrick. 
So this is based on a movie called <laughs> Ben Shapiro's you My DoorDash Guy. <laughs> is this a movie that you wrote during QT? <laughs> <laughs> also, what? I'm sorry. Wait, QT? When did this happen? QT has been happening. <laughs> when honey. did this happen? QT is much more preferable than Teen. I think. Oh, I don't like either I don't like of those. Teen. I. It's weird because I feel like I. It is QT, but it's also just really like thoughtful considerate consider it social distancing but that's harder to say right right also and- doesn't QTeen bring us back to QAnon <laughs> no and you know what pretending you think that about doesn't it, exist everything comes down to QAnon oh um it's true like I was saying if you think about it <laughs> we just I just want everybody to know that a conversation was had prior to us starting to record <laughs> No one needs to worry, though, right? No one needs needs to to worry. worry. We're fine. I'm worried. If you're worried, wake up, sheeple. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, look, this was, I I mean, I don't think he's working DoorDash. No. But this was a a sliver of a possibility when that dude lived in the Atwater Village. He may still at this point in time, right? I don't know if he's moved, moved. He's made the decision to move. But I don't think he's left the environs. I... I think you don't do anything, right? I think you feel, I mean, you tell all your friends. Well, okay. So here's I- interesting take from Ryan Mogi. I have a text conversation between the two of us when she alerted me to Ben Shapiro's presence in my neighborhood. Yeah, I know what you would do. <laughs> would you eliminate the bloodline? So here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, can, can I read through this text thread? Is that okay? Yeah. Oh my God, Ryan. Are you, are you scared about what he's going to read? No, it did. It, I'm Ryan not totally says, in character, but. <laughs> Ryan says, also, this is, you know, we're talking about something else. She goes, also, what are the chances that you'll be neighborly if you run into Ben Shapiro in your neighborhood? <laughs> I say, oh, it takes some serious self-restraint to it not to not at least flip him off. So that's that's my that's my opening. And she says, like, if he asks you to watch watch his cart as he goes to grab one last thing uh, he forgot, will you do it? And then she says, do it equals shit in the cart. I was just going to say poo-poo in the cart. (laughs) Great minds, great minds. (laughs) To which I respond, open all the boxes, shit in them too. Man, you got to, so every time you go shopping, you got to have a a, a dunker ready. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. And you got to act fast. I mean, hopefully he's like going all the way back to the ice cream. Uh, (laughs) If he's like just grabbing a bag of chips off the end cap or something, you're not even going to have your belt buckle open. Yeah, that's what you got to do. So what you have to do is, Examine his cart. <laughs> oh, so before you make your move. Yeah, let's examine see. All right, his he's cart. already got he's already got la- wavy lace. Right. I know he's and, not- you, and then you you look. Is there ice cream in there? Create a diversion. Remove the ice cream. And then he's like, oh, I was supposed to grab ice cream for my wife's dry pussy. And then <laughs> nothing fixes well, a dry sick. pussy like ice cream. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He's the so I, I'm sorry. He is the anti what ass pussy guy. I, he's anti-everything. He sucks yeah. at everything. Yeah, okay. and I don't know that he's I'm not familiar anti- with his work, I guess, the, is what I'm trying oh, to say. Oh, you're yeah. very lucky. He's um, against the song for sure. And he also <laughs> said earnestly, I think he really mm-hmm. believed that yeah. if a person has a wet-ass pussy, they should go to the doctor because that's not healthy. His wife told him that. His yes. wife is a doctor, and she said that if your pussy is wet, that's a medical condition. Yeah. And you know what? Which is so wild and, and sad. Then, 
And then everyone was like making fun of him for it. And he doubled down and he was like, you know what? Sex isn't important in a marriage. And then everyone was like, oh, no. Like the whole thing is just, I mean, he is a bad person who's. He's also a terrible, terrible person. Who spreads like all his words are vile and and you should shit in his cart. But like, Like, you know how you feel about (laughs) Tucker Carlson, Colin? Oh, yes. I I have strong feelings about him. He's He's, like He's worse, just with a less reach. Yeah, he's he's like a young Tucker Carlson. He's okay. Picture, I mean, this is what he was was like leader of the Young Republicans Club at school, like that guy. Yeah, okay. But like aggressive with this voice that t- sounds like this. Oh goodness! And um, is just like very very aggressive about like his um vitriol and hatred. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The end of uh the the text thread between Ryan and I ended with me saying <clears throat> in all caps no rehabilitation only <laughs> shunning bro. <laughs> <laughs> so you would so what would you do if you found out he was your DoorDash guy? Well, so there's a major problem with the DoorDash app um mm. because neither of you should have each other's actual phone numbers. It should right. be going through uh, a coded system. So that leads me to believe that there's something about you mm. that he had to figure out a workaround. So because he's like, I have to communicate with this person. Interesting. So you, you with think the he's snowflake, perhaps DoorDash. Is, was what his thinking was. Yes, he, he hacked ha- DoorDash. He hacked DoorDash because he's going to reach out one sensitive liberal at a time via DoorDash to affect change in the world. Wait. What was the thing that he got caught like um, doing himself? Do you remember this? Remember, it was like someone looked, and oh, then it was yeah. it was something created by his email address. Oh no! Oh, he was like, uh, was he was like, I don't know if this is the thing, but it's like when people get caught editing their own Wikipedia and shit like that. It was something like that, but it was like a fake. Oh, that's what it was. It was a fake Antifa thing, right? But also, wasn't that part of a fake too that someone was doing? It's my understanding that that's not actually Ben Shapiro doing that. Okay, but it was not else. Ben Shapiro. Yeah, yeah, I think it was someone else doing it, like as a joke. I see. Never. It's mind a complicated. Then. It's a complicated world we're living in. It's yeah. true. <laughs> to further complicate things, we've had problems with DoorDash for the last month since they <laughs> really? since they bought Caviar, um, where uh, our address no longer shows up as like uh, available for any restaurants to deliver to. What? Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. So what do you do? Use Grubhub. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, are you leaving the house? (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it, man. It's a trap. (laughs) No, we've we've been on the phone with uh, DoorDash support multiple times. It's a goddamn nightmare. There's just like, there's a a stretch of a couple blocks in Atwater Village uh, that are just like, that don't read on the DoorDash like delivery app. They just can't do it. It's so weird because you don't live in like a super rural area or like no. yeah like you can find it on like we you can google maps your building yeah it's real easy to do mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not hard to find every time they're like well it looks like you're outside of the delivery area and i'm like i can assure you i am not <laughs> it's real it's really easy to find a dress like ben shapiro has found it like seven times <laughs> <laughs> okay here's the thing if he i don't i think if somebody is in the service industry and they have abhorrent views but they do their job okay i think i'll let them keep serving me right i mean how private are those abhorrent reviews well like 
Would what you... if it's J.K. Rowling delivering your ice cream? Oh, I'm getting pics. <laughs> yeah. I'm trapping her. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. She... But do I? Here's the thing. I begrudge J.K. Rowling using her platform to spew hate, and I begrudge Ben Shapiro spewing hate through his platform, but I don't know that I begrudge either of them a job doing delivery right. in a non-contact right. situation. Like, that's kind of what I want all, like, shitty people to do. Get off Twitter <laughs> and just deliver things contactless delivery. That's, like, exactly. Yeah, so I never a, have to yeah. see you. Like, no one has to talk to you. You can do your, you get, you can make enough money to, like, live. But, yeah, I, I think that's, honestly, the world would be a better place if he was a DoorDash driver instead of a American Whatever he Culture is. Person. Yeah. I don't even know what you call I don't him. Know what he he is. Ha- he's not like a TV person. I mean, I guess he's been on television. What does Wikipedia I mean, call him? I mean, probably podcaster, right? Because he's he's uh, the... <laughs> I, I don't even know what a show is called, but it's always in. The, the Ben Shapiro show right now is number seven uh, on uh, the Apple Podcast Store. He's Gross. an American conservative political commentator, media host, and attorney. Okay. And DoorDash driver. And, do- <laughs> and DoorDash oh, driver. A DoorDash driver would be the least dangerous thing he could be. It's true. It's true. It's true. I mean, yeah. What would you do, Kelly? I know it was your hot take. I'd jump him. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd jump. I mean, I think I would like at least verbally abuse him. Oh, my God. Kelly, you could home alone, Sam. Because yeah, you have steps yeah, yeah, yeah. going up to your apartment. Yes, you I could, know. Like, totally, like put marbles Ooh, on the yeah. steps. Yeah. Micro yeah. machines like, at the bottom. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like maybe like yeah, he falls on some marbles and then like falls into a really deep pit that I dig. Mm-hmm. I do like um. Yeah, I think I would like do that thing that they do in cartoons where they mm-hmm. dig a deep hole and then they put like leaves over it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wait, then he's trapped. Then you have to take care of him. No, he he's, <laughs> he ends his life there. Oh. I think he just, look, am I going to get arrested because of this? Maybe. I mean, because, because of, of this me podcast? saying this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, I Kelly. Here's what? the, I got a hot take on your hot take. Okay. Okay. So you've trapped him in the little ditch. He's going to die okay. there. There are three more deliveries in his car. Oh, wow. Do you continue the deliveries? What do you do, or do you eat the food? What do you do? Yeah, I mean, well, it's not my want, fault like, that he stopped at your house first. I still want my pokey. Yeah, here's the thing. I don't feel. I, I think I would do the right thing and I would deliver those because I don't want people to miss out on their food. That's very nice of you. Because I, that's not what I'm about. Okay, well, then what do you take do with part three? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you're you've got him in the hole. He, okay. He's struggling to breathe. You're pretty happy with that. Yeah. You notice that there's like ice cream and, and, and poke, stuff that needs to get delivered like right. ASAP. Mm-hmm. So you jump in the car, um, you start heading down the road, you get to the house, and you leave it on the front step, and you ring the doorbell, and you start walking away so you can do the contactless thing. The person opens the door, and they're like, where's Ben? I would be like, why do you ask? Oh, well, because he's been... He and I have been communicating via text uh, through DoorDash, and uh, you know it's just like kind of a bright spot in my day to to get to see him. Like, what part about it is a bright spot in your day? Like, well, I mean, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I think we're falling in love. Do you share his political views? 
Oh, well, we don't really, we haven't really gotten to that part. It's, we just mostly talk about delivery stuff. What? Oh my God. That is the, that's how to take part four. Here's, okay. <laughs> I'm going to, um, I'm going to tell you two things. One, <laughs> your willful ignorance of this man's political beliefs that you are falling in love with. You are part of the problem. Two, come with me. I just want to show you something really cool. <laughs> I'm going to make them go in the pit, too. So you drive them back to your house mm-hmm. in Ben Shapiro's car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm, know if Kelly's like, getting away with this one. Of all her like murder plots that she's <laughs> acted out for us on the show over the years, this yeah, the- one is like... <laughs> oh girl you're getting caught this is- for sure because by the end of the day there will be 65 people in this pit because i'm gonna have to keep like get it like the new people like they have to go in like it's just gonna be this whole thing well oh and if God. you're taking up all of his obligations like on the delivery side does that mean you also have to become like the eic of the daily wire like <laughs> you've got a whole oh, new no. life now kelly okay that's what i do no no yes 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 oh, okay so God. i go super secret though you know hmm. i hack or with like Ben Shapiro's like dying breaths, I make him ha- little so- sign in to his his user. Yeah, just portal. use his thumbprint. Yeah, and then I start like changing things, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> yep, mad with power already. Mm-hmm, uh- <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. <laughs> I'm not a villain. I'm just doing what it takes. Someone's got to, Kelly. Someone's got to. No, that's uh, how all criminals believe. It's true. And then they get deeper and deeper into a criminal conspiracy and it gets wackier and wackier until someone's in the wood chipper. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Kelly, we're going to watch Kelly go from Mel Gibson's character in conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory to just straight up Mel Gibson. It's going to it's going to be so oh, fast. No. You guys. That was the meanest thing. You've I, ever that was truly really the meanest thing you've ever said it to me and it was on tape. I cannot believe. <laughs> We've got too much stuff on tape here, I think. Unfortunately, it's true. It's true, but that's okay. I stand by it. It's fine. It was a joke. Ha ha ha. Uh, we're talking, don't you know, ships, uh, because Fargo's coming back. Yay, I love that show. Me too. Me um, too. Uh, Sarah and I just started um, re-watching from uh, the beginning, uh, and it's just, the whole thing's just so fucking good. I love that it's like a uh, like a entirety of the Coen Brothers like pastiche show. It's just mm-hmm. so... Ah. I don't know. There, there's something about it being so like untethered from like you know what is a franchise or like what is a right. brand, and it's like uh, just it's just high quality filmmaking and like borrowing Coen Brothers aesthetics. I love it so much. Yeah, and it's so entirely delightful and sad. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know if I would call it entirely delightful. <laughs> it's like about the darkness of humanity. I think my I think my standards have kind of changed. You find that you're delighted now. I am delighted. Um, yeah, so that's what we're covering. So, does anyone have any don't you know ships? Oh, I got one. What is it? Well, so this uh, this ship comes from uh, the land of Minnesota, and that's the only connection. I didn't go into any <laughs> other don't you know aspects. Uh, didn't think of a pun, but 
This movie was filmed and takes place in the state of Minnesota. And this is the 1995 teen coming-of-age movie Angus. Oh, you guys remember this one? Yes! Angus. Okay, so for the youngins or the oldins or the in-betweens who haven't seen it, I have Please. not seen it. I've only seen the cover of it at a blockbuster. Oh, girl, you got to watch it. It's so sweet. It will make you cry. Really? It's everything you want in a coming of age movie. Uh, so Angus, the titular character, he is this heavy set, tall, awkward teen who just like doesn't know na- how to navigate high school or his body. And James Vanderbeek is his enemy who is like the high, is the quarterback and they play football together but even though he's like on the offensive line and they should be friends Vanderbeek is a fucking bully towards him constantly um but it they like kind of carry him where they set up that he's going to be the winter ball king and so then the movie is about him like trying to overcome his fear because he's going to have to slow dance with the prettiest girl at the school and stuff like that <laughs> beautiful fucking movie also he's like in contention for a uh like science scholarship so like he's struggling with his identity as like a nerd and a jock and you know just he just wants to be himself but he doesn't know how really beautiful movie Mm. and a a movie that's totally let down by its uh like publicity and like advertising at the time because uh i i I didn't see this movie when it came out because i was like oh it's just like laugh at the fat kid um because that that's like what they made it look like in trailers and shit um but mm. it's so it's so much better than that it's awesome. laugh it's laugh with the fat kid oh yeah i mean and cry with him yeah as i was well. gonna say we're overselling the comedy yeah. elements like he's <laughs> deeply depressed he it's is really... not having a good time yeah but uh for those of you who have seen it may remember the ship that i'm about to ship it's grandpa ivan and his fiance april yeah so Angus's grandpa is like this very gruff, uh, it's, uh, what's his name, George C. Scott. Mm-hmm. Very gruff, matter of fact, ah, you just gotta rub some dirt on it. Don't let those kids push you around. Fuck them, that sort of guy. And he's married to this, or he's engaged to this, like, very spacey, sort of new-aged, uh, floopy woman named April, who is 30 years younger than him. And Kathy Bates, his daughter, and Angus's mom, like, hates her. Doesn't trust her. Why would this woman be, why would she want to marry a man who's 30 years older than him? It's not like he even has any money. What's she up to? Um, On their wedding day, Grandpa Ivan is talking to Angus, and, you know, he's they're joking around about how he's a little nervous. But it's like, hey, if I can if I can do it, if I can meet a woman I love, so can you, Angus. It's very sweet. Oh. And then he has a seat in his chair to just rest his eyes for a minute. And on his wedding day, he fucking dies. It's awful. Oh. Yeah. yeah, they should have put that in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Patrick would have known what kind of movie it really <laughs> Patrick is. Patrick would have been like, I'm there. They missold this movie. I will not back down from this stance. <laughs> Oh, uh, and it's so it's so sad. But then after that, at Grandpa's funeral, um, April's there, and like everyone's super dismissive of her the whole movie, and she's she's just sort of played for laughs the whole time. But then once he passes, she's like she's trying to like talk to Angus and just sort of like be 
she doesn't know how to act and she's super awkward and they have this moment and she's like on the verge of tears the whole time. And it's just like so well acted and written. And you could tell like she really fucking loved Ivan so, so much and wanted to spend the rest of her life with him. Rest of his life, I guess. But and she'll never she'll never get that. And I like to think that she's still like a, a sort of like surrogate member of the family but who knows what happened what happened to april that's a good one colin yeah thanks patrick uh, uh so does anyone I, else have a uh don't you know ship so i i got one but it's like uh it's like a straight shot right down the middle of the plate here because it is from the uh the fargo tv show oh um, oh yeah um from from the from the first season uh Molly Salverson and uh uh Colin Hanks's character Gus uh Yay! Yay! I was hoping that it. we would talk about them. They're so fucking cute. Yep. <laughs> um and like I I mean first of all they're both just like such good characters like mm-hmm. on their own um just like as as pillars of that show where uh you know Colin Hanks is um, he's a cop and a, a single dad, but he's like kind of a crummy cop and not like <laughs> not like evil, but just like not good at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like he keeps having to fill in for like animal control and like everyone sort of shits on him. And like he lets the the main villain of the season get away in the first episode <laughs> just by being bullied by him. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, at some point he he confesses that like, you know, all he wanted, he just wanted like a life of some sort of public service. He wanted to be a, a postman. Uh, so that he was just like, you know, walking around in the community, serving the community, seeing the same people every day. Um, and, you know, is just very like, sweet boy, very sweet boy, super good with his daughter, um, who's also awesome. Um, and then Molly is like, she's like the quintessential good movie cop, you know, like she just she's uh, paying attention to everything. She's good at solving crime. Yeah. Um, she's good at not jumping to conclusions. She's good at uh, navigating the like the not, not corruption, I guess, but like the apathy of the rest of the police force. Um, and then like, you know, he kind of like, uh, I guess I, he doesn't really like aid her so much. He ends up shooting her actually at one point. <laughs> <laughs> he should not be a cop. He He's should a not good be a cop. boy who shouldn't be a cop. And yep. he knows that, right? Yeah. He's like all dogs. <laughs> good dogs boy. shouldn't be cops. Good boy shouldn't yeah, be a cop. <laughs> you know, they can he, smell so good. He does so say, he says at one point that like, uh, he he's talking about uh, you know they're they're looking for um, Billy Bob Thornton's character Lauren Malvo uh, yeah. and and he's like uh, you know it's it's not it's not right that there are people like that running around because um, like with a dog you know when a dog is is rabid that's not a normal dog anymore but with like a person you just don't know that like you know people should know like right from wrong and shouldn't be doing this stuff and uh, Molly says to him it's got to be really hard living your life uh, thinking that and he's just like. You have no idea. Aww. <laughs> I love them. Yeah. I love them. They're great. Okay. Are you guys ready for mine? Yeah. I mean, we never are, but yeah. <laughs> it's not gross. It's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. just as long as it's that Ben Shapiro and that guy in the hole. like. <laughs> <laughs> and you make them say, don't you know, back and forth to each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am a puppet master. Welcome to my theater. Um, no, 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 no. Okay. 
So there's this video game called A Way Out. Have any of you guys played it? Mm-mm. No. Nope. <laughs> okay. So it is a uh, couch co-op, or you can also do uh, online co-op as well. Um, video game in which you play these like two guys that are trying to break out of prison, and so you, uh, you have to like uh, work together and um, do different tasks at the same time. Um, to uh, eventually get out of prison and then uh, like enact revenge on the guy who like set you up to get you in prison. Okay. However, this game is made, it's, it's set in an American prison. This game is made by someone who is probably European and did not bother to do any kind of research (laughs) on like what American prisons are like. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Um, so like all the prisoners are wearing belts. Like oh. it's it's like they're really it, trusted. Yes. And they're just wearing like chinos and t-shirts <laughs> and belts. <laughs> um also like the voice acting is like very funny because it's just like they're supposed to be these like American thugs, you know, but like it they did not hire voice actors whose native tongue is English. Oh. But is rather like Eastern European kind of. I, I believe so the studio is Swedish. Okay, th- that would explain it. Oh, and the chinos. Yeah. I bet in Swedish prisons. That's a thing. They <laughs> probably do wear chinos. I bet you they wear chinos and belts in Swedish prisons. They probably this- even let them having have like knitting needles to make sweaters. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like well, I mean, after your one job scene- training, you have to go into the commissary and kill <laughs> Albert. <laughs> well, there's there's like one scene where there's like a fight that occurs in the kitchen and there's just knives everywhere. <laughs> Which is just like, so this game is a little bit messy. Um, but you play as these two characters who like are getting to know each other while they are trying to run away from prison. Okay. And their names are Leo and Vincent. And I don't know if it's just that, like, they say each other's names a lot. So I started shipping oh, them just because yeah. they're like, hey, Leo, where are you from? <laughs> and then Leo's like, I'm from the, the wrong side of the tracks, man. <laughs> 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 it's, it's very... Um, it's it's, it's pornographic is what it is. That is... <laughs> it's like $7 on PSN. So I do suggest playing it because it is very funny. But also, like... um. It it also does this thing of like all the most exciting stuff like happens off page. Yes. yes. Oh, <laughs> so they'll yes. be like you like get yourself all the way to, to this um uh like you're about to break out and then you realize that like you forgot you need like some kind of tool. Mm-hmm. So then instead of like having to go back through like all the stuff that you kind of fucked up. It just cuts to like the next day and you're like in the laundry room and you're like, wait, what? I guess that was okay. <laughs> and there's also just like the ambient dialogue is just very funny. Like it's just like, man, I am so angry about this guy totally trying to step on my on my vibes. And, th- <laughs> and then a prison fight starts. Don't step on my vibes, man. <laughs> but it's just very like I got a wife at home. Man, is she going to be pissed at me? <laughs> Wait, she doesn't know you're in prison yet? <laughs> She's going to be mad. Well, I just haven't gotten around to making the call yet. <laughs> but then every once in a while, there is an American voice actor, so it's very jarring. when, And they're all minor characters. The two yeah. main characters are 
very Swedish or just not American accents because like there's also <laughs> there's this part where you guys break out and you just come across a camp that someone also there's stuff like this that happens a lot where you just come across a camp that someone set up there's no danger you just need to catch fish and cook them mm-hmm. um but all you have is like a little stick and so you're supposed to spear the fish i was doing this for like 25 minutes i could not catch a fish and like the whole time it was like dang these fish are so hard to catch <laughs> like <laughs> for 25 minutes <laughs> my coat kept being like this game sucks <laughs> you're like but maybe vincent's gonna kiss him uh, yes because then there's a part where they're both cooking the fish together mm-hmm. over oh, the fire one. I, it I, I just got- cuts away and you have one <laughs> <laughs> the game takes pity on you <laughs> so anyway i shift these two guys because i here's the thing i know how this game ends and I'm not going to say anything because of spoilers. I guess I don't care. One of them is an undercover cop. <gasps> no. Yeah. That makes me ship it more, but. I know. I know. The one who's like more rational. So like one of the guys, he's like a spitfire. He's like, um, uh, I think it's Vincent is the one that's the spitfire. One of them is like a spitfire and he wants to always do the wild stuff. Like his mm-hmm. plans are I, wild. I and then the that- other guy is rational. Uh, and his plans are always rational. So sometimes they'll both like be like, oh, like, okay, for example, there was <laughs> so <laughs> immediately upon escaping the prison, we come across this like farmhouse with this old couple that's listening to the radio about, and the radio is like, just breaking, two guys escape the prison. Cops are everywhere trying to catch them. And then this old couple, <laughs> the old man gets out this gun and he's like, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> what? Yeah, America. Why? So they do know about America. <laughs> so then you yeah, they, have to sounds decide. Sounds like they nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so then you have to decide if you want to go in there and try and like overpower this old couple <laughs> to oh, steal their clothes yes. or if you want to like let all their horses out. So okay. like obviously the Spitfire guy, he wants to to like overpower the couple and right. the, Rational guys like we should just let the horses out and they'll chase after them. Sorry, did you say and steal their clothes? Yeah. So you're taking yeah. over their lives. <laughs> As like it's a not, happy old listen, couple. Vincent, I'm prison, the lady. Chinos. You got yeah, me. Yeah, you can't. If you wear chinos and a belt and a t-shirt, everyone will know that you're in from prison. That's true. Might as well have a burlap sack with a dollar sign painted on the front of it. Exactly. A little domino mask. So you change into their clothes and then you can like try. There's this other part where you can like try on their hats. Kelly, is this a dream you had? This is—I don't think this is a real game. And then, and then one one of the guys is like, "My wife always told me I am not a hat guy. Let's prove her wrong." And then you put on—oh my god, yeah. No, I get it. You put on the hats, and they don't look good. So then you leave them. (laughs) So the wife was right. The wife was right. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) I ship them. Um, I really recommend if you are looking for a game that's like very stupid has like pretty clunky gameplay <laughs> but you can play it with someone <laughs> and you are okay spending seven dollars buy this game wow what Kelly, have you ever have you ever watched Lilyhammer? oh no i never watched that i think you might like it because it sounds like you were just describing an episode <laughs> of that show <laughs> so that's my ship leo and vincent love it. two good. guys yeah. <laughs> hey, we're two guys. <laughs> two guys. 
to normal American prisoners. It is. Oh they, my God! It's Steve Martin and Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking wild and crazy guys. The yeah, game. Yeah, it's it's two, honestly, two wild and crazy prison guys. I would watch them break out of prison for at least up. half an hour. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, we watch a whole movie, but I would start it. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yep, good one. Thank you. Ryan, you got a don't you know ship? I do, but it feels kind of, I, I feel bad because it's not quite the right part of the Midwest, but it is, I think, styling and vibes make it feel like it fits in the don't you know world. Mm, uh-huh. um, and it's from one of my favorite shows of all time that I am almost afraid to rewatch because I feel like it will send me into a memory fugue state. Uh, so maybe I'll save it for next weekend. Um, and it's a show called Freaks and Geeks. And oh, the couple uh, yes. are Lindsay and Sam's parents, Harold and Jean. Weird. Yes. They yes. are ride or die. They know who they are. They're like, and part of it, I think, is because they're surrounded by teenagers who do, who are trying on identity all the time. But they yeah, so just like, by comparison. <laughs> so by comparison. And honestly, some of the parents, like I think like Bill's mom, like, but like, these parents know who they are. They are okay with who they are. And they just, yeah, they're just so secure in themselves. Um, they're kind of the rock of that show and of that family. And I feel like they got Don't You Know vibes. But yeah, I know it's yeah. a suburb it's, of Michigan. Uh, it's it's Michigan, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Michigan. It's um, close. It's, it's close. It's very close. It counts. It counts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I just love them. And I, yeah, I feel like. I'm glad that Lindsay and Sam had such solid parents. I feel like that's always a really nice thing to see in a show. Mm-hmm. Like solid parents that are like not something like not a source of like really upset drama. Yeah. I feel like in teen shows, a lot of times they want to give parents equal drama. Yeah, like the OC. Uh, the OC or like Dawson's Creek had a whole thing where they had an open marriage for a season. Like Messy. Nobody, but nobody's watching that show to watch the parents have an open marriage. Who's that for? Maybe it's different with comedies, though, right? Because like Red and Kitty Foreman aren't like oh, an engine great. for drama in well, that's uh, that true 70s too. Show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like yeah, comedy. They they're willing to let the parents just be. But Harold and Gene, like they, uh, I think this is a strength of the show. They don't shy away from their marital issues in the show, you know, like, Oh yeah. Their daily lives are like focused on their children and focused on the hardware store. And, you know, that's where a lot of their time is spent as characters, but there's like two episodes in particular where they like just head on talk about the fact that they're no longer having sex and need to fucking fix it. And then the Halloween episode is the other one where Jean's really upset and like Harold finally like steps up and is like a comforting, emotionally available husband for like once. I don't think they're without drama. It's just not like soap opera drama. It's very yeah. grounded yeah. shit. Well, yeah. and it's never like they're acting like they're teenage kids, which I mm-hmm. feel like is the yes. that a lot of teen shows about teens will do with the parents. Like the parents haven't even figured it out. And it's like, no, they have there are grown ups. So they mm-hmm. have and like they're married. So just because they have a fight doesn't mean they're going to break up and they have to figure out how to communicate and they will. And yeah, I don't know. Well, and also like, you know, 
just because they they can have a successful marriage and like sex is doesn't have to be a, a big part of that like Ben Shapiro says. Oh my oh, god, no. I'm so happy you brought it back to Ben Shapiro. I, I How's he doing break, down guys. in the hole, Kylie? He is not good. All right. <laughs> I would say bad. Colin, do we have any uh questions from Twitter? <laughs> we sure do. This one actually uh Came to our email address. Oh, show at gmail.com. Um, and if you would like to have your questions answered on the show, you can at us on Twitter at Shippledips or email the aforementioned email address. Um, so this comes from Victoria. Hi, all. Love the show very much. Just wanted to share that I used to work with E.K. Johnson, author of Queen's Peril and other Padme books that Patrick is obsessed with. <gasps> Um, on an archaeological I'm very site excited. <laughs> in Jordan. Oh, that's okay. Apparently she was a, uh, archaeologist. Um, this is years ago now during my undergrad, but I read an early draft of her first novel, the story of Owen. All of her novels are excellent YA and feature queer story lines and characters of colors would recommend. My favorite is spindle. My question for the show is, is there a non-canon ship that seems obvious to you? That seems so obvious to you that you cannot help but pretend it is canon and common knowledge when you talk about those characters. <laughs> Tony, is... Loki. <laughs> Tony Loki. Tony Loki. Mine is Dr. Crusher and Deanna Troy of Next Gen, uh, based literally on one episode where they work out together. Love y'all. Tori. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, they're... just speaking of Next Gen... Um, you know, Picard and number one, they have the they have very steamy te- chemistry. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You don't think so? They look at each other. There's one episode in particular I'm thinking of when they're in the fucking uh what do you call it? They don't call it the danger room in the holodeck. Next. Holodeck, thank you. They're in the holodeck and they're like go to the nineteen thirties and they're like both really vibing on this girl and data's like Talking about how there's a glitch in the holodeck because there always is. Anytime they go into that fucking thing, it's always <laughs> malfunctioning. Is this somehow. a Sherlock episode? No, this is this is next gen. It's got no, no, no. One of the Sherlock episodes of next gen. Where, oh. um... <laughs> no, no, nothing like bad happens. <laughs> this episode except... of Star Trek. And then John shows up. <laughs> no, but they're they're like just both so into this woman, and then it's all about how like she doesn't behave like a normal. A hologram. Um, that was Picard. Mm-hmm. And, oh, <laughs> turn Australian. Yes, <laughs> but him and Jonathan Franks are like giving each other mad sex eyes, and it's like they're they're this close to discovering their physical attraction for each other through a threesome with a holographic woman, mm-hmm. um, which is which essentially is just, just a twosome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is just a twosome. So. And they cut away for like ten minutes to do. Data oh my god! Story Wait, and shit, so, so they're doing a th- they're doing a threesome, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're so so into it, and then um, they like finish every like they finish the threesome, and they're in each other's arms, and then they're like uh, turn off the simulation, and then the simulation uh, simulation's been off for like. Oh, that's the whole great! Time. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's really wonderful. Good. Jordy LaForge is just like. Oh no, the holodeck hasn't been working all day. <laughs> <laughs> I have been shirking my duty. <laughs> <laughs> He's 
got a lot to do. That fucking porno box is the yeah. least of his concerns. I know. He has opinion. so much to do. Uh, that's a good one, Kyle. Even though I don't it see good. it. Yeah, you immediately oh, it's there. dismissed it's it. There. <laughs> you Patrick, I, don't, I don't know if you I don't know if you watch yeah. shows like with a like a horny shipping lens ever, but you should what? try it. Wow. <laughs> what? That was mean. That was mean. I'm coming after each and every one of you today, I, I guess. Know. That's that's fair. Uh also just uh quick before we uh move off of it, uh her name is E. K. Johnston. There's a T in there. Oh, I'm sorry for the misread. No problem. I mean, my non-canon that I think is canon is uh, is the boys from Way Out, dog. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we've talked about this, but in my mind, even though it literally never happened on the show, I think that Connor from Angel and Dawn from Buffy like have hung out. Yeah. They have yeah. not. I've watched every episode. Yeah, they don't. They, they, I don't no, think they ever they cross paths. They never cross paths, but in mm. my mind... They've at least, I mean, I don't know if they, you know, Kelly and I have talked about whether they dated or could date or not, but like in my mind, they know each other, even though there's no proof of that um, in the shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, another one from Buffy that we have talked about over and over and over again (laughs) is the OTP of Anya and Giles. Oh, true. Dude. And it's like the fact that it didn't actually happen is like bullshit. Because it, was it just feels one like a fake it, thing. It feels like it was real. Yeah, I know. It should be real. It should be real. Uh, I'm so <laughs> mad right now. I'm really mad right now. <laughs> we like almost didn't think of it because all of us are in the state of oh well, we can't use that one because it really happened. Because it's real. <laughs> it's real. I Not know. Real. Uh, and then I, I would say that my uh, persistent one is that. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Padme, like, we're totally going to hook up. Yeah. Like, that was going to happen. Yeah. As, did you find any further evidence while watching The Clone Wars? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put hey on guys. your horny glasses. <laughs> hey, guys. Two, Two Relationships. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.